Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Hi, I'm Sandy Jones, and I'd like to welcome you to Christian Living Spotlight, which is part of the Christian Living Magazine family. We are a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. And this show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. I am so happy to have my friend Paula Bartholomus with Idaho Cobbs, or Idaho Community Outreach Behavioral Services, also known for being the statewide anti-trafficking services in studio with me today. And longtime listeners of the show have, have known that Paula has been on the show before, mm-hmm. But people who know me personally know that this is one of my pet peeves, if you will, because we we get lost in how secure Idaho is, and we forget that we are still, sadly, a viable market. So Paula, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Sandy, for having me again here today Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about this. I love it. How are you? I'm great. I'm really good, actually. You look fantastic. I wish our listeners could see you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) She's in a dress. She's got her hair and her makeup. She's cute today. Well, she's always cute. But anyway, (laughs) she looks spunky today. So we've chatted about all of this before, but we do always have new listeners. You know, Idaho is still a very... In, in media cells and stuff, we always call it a transient market, people mm-hmm. moving in and out of the of the area. So let's refresh what is human trafficking. Yeah, let's, no. let's just kind of define that a little bit. Absolutely. So human trafficking, uh, specifically sex trafficking, is the arena that we work in the most. And it is people are buying sex. These women, men, boys, girls are being sold for sexual favors. Yes. And it's all over. It's all denominations. It is not. I mean, these are our native Idahoans that are being sold. That is so sad. And it's so hard to believe. I mean, it's, you know, we, we have a mutual friend that their their 16-year-old daughter was having an, a conversation with a state employee. And he said, there's no trafficking here. I yes. would know if there was. And it's like, how can you be in denial? Yes, it's right absolutely. here. It's right here. Well, that's why they say it's hidden in plain sight. It's in every single hotel. It's across the state. But absolutely. We continue to educate law enforcement as well, because law enforcement still doesn't see it the way they need to. But there are many, many of them that are becoming more educated and really intentionally bringing trainings into their different departments across our whole state. Yeah. You know, we, people sometimes forget that the men and women in law enforcement did not become law officers to become the bad cop. Absolutely. They want to help and protect. Absolutely. And so sometimes that's just a matter of education. You know, I, I remember the first time, and it was our friend Bree, who's, oh, we, yes. you know, we met and she was telling me, Sandy, there's an issue here. And I didn't want to believe it. I mean, the, the little native Idahoan girl did not want to believe that this is happening here in my home community. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, shock. And, and yet she had facts and figures and stats. And I left that meeting changed mm-hmm. and on fire to help those of you who are in the field working to solve this. Thank you. So thank you for your work. Absolutely. And you know, here's the thing. We're our we have safe houses and our safe houses are two and a half years old now. And so we have legit stats that with from victims and survivors that we work with every day. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember you were on our show as you were opening your first transitional home. Yes. And then last year you had two. Yes. And now you have three. We just opened our third safe house. Idaho's only safe houses in the trafficking arena. So I'm sitting here going, yay. But the sad part of that is 
There's enough victims to oh. fill the three houses and then some. Oh, easy. We could fill 10 houses. I mean, that's just, but we have to, what do they say? Build them and they will come. So we are, we just take one house at a time, get the house, fill it up. And then we just continue to move on because there's that many victims. Yeah. It's it's scary. So before we started, we we were visiting about some of the things that are going on. You have some great success stories. Yes, we do. Yes, so we let's, do. Because because I've kind of watched from afar. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Because um, it's so easy in life to become the permanent victim, and these ladies are not. They absolutely are not, and they would never want to be looked at as a victim. As they go through their trauma work and as they go through all the steps that are needed that 99.9% of the people don't understand that a, a victim needs to have to happen to be able to be successful, we have women that are in college. In fact, right now, I think we have three women in college. We have four women that are li- independently living, meaning they've gone through our whole program. They have their own place. They have their own job. They've gotten their own vehicle, all in the legal arena, and this is very foreign to 99% of our, our victims and survivors. Yeah. But it is happening and they are successful and they are now standing up to be the voice, which is amazing to watch. So earlier this year, the state governor, um, sorry, I just went blank. <laughs> sorry, Governor Little, didn't mean to, yes. <laughs> to do that. But he signed a proclamation as Anti-Trafficking Day. Yes. And you held an event on the Capitol steps, I see you. Yes. And and thank you for the honor to get to speak. And But I got to interact with several mm. of the ladies you have helped. What an inspiring afternoon that was. Yes. To, to see the self-confidence and the self-worth. And they know that they are loved. They are lovable. That God loves them. And absolutely amazing. So this is another one of the blessings that we see is we get to, we get to introduce them to God. In many, many situations, some have had exposure, and because of their their religious trauma and the different things that happen, they don't think that they want to. But when they when they come into our house and they're safe, we get to reintroduce them. Some of them, for the very first time in their life, they get to know who God is. They have the option. They can go to church, or they don't have to. We never pushed anything on them, but they start asking, right? It's our human flesh. They start asking, who is this God? So we, we are blessed to be able to share that. I love that. That that is so fantastic. So, what kind of programs? What kind? Of, so, you do that. You do some of the trauma. Right? Yes. And then, what other kinds of yeah. trainings? Do you so, offer? when so, I'll just kind of run you through kind sure. of what it looks like when we bring in a new a new victim. Uh, we bring them in, and for the first like seventy two hours is very much of an adjustment because I always tell them I meet them in jail. I meet two to four new girls every week, and so I let them know the first seventy two is kind of rough. And so, once they get through that, we just feed them, we clothe them, and we let them sleep. After that, they start to kind of acclimate into, if they have some substance issues, we put them right into substance treatment. And so they do that every day. We still feed them at night. They start to learn how to make meals. They start interacting with each other. After about 30 days, we make sure that they have a phone and that they start reconnecting with their children because most of them have lost their children. Oh, wow. And that is that in itself is healing. I cannot imagine. I You know, I yeah. never thought about it. You don't think about it. You know, seriously, the stereotypical... We, we can thank Hollywood for lots of movies, which Absolutely. we probably can't mention on air. But you know, they're 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 young, they're attractive, they're they're single, they're, and they have no children. Yes. That that's not what we see in Hollywood. This is all ages. And again, we've talked about this on this show. Sometimes it's spousal 
or parental trafficking. Yes, familial trafficking yeah. takes up a lot. Like familial, we include boyfriends. Boyfriends will track will traffic their girlfriends. Girlfriends will traffic their girlfriends. Moms, their kids, grandmas, their grandchildren. I mean, and it's all financially driven, obviously, right? Because it's trafficking. Yeah. But we see it all here, and it is absolutely not your young, thin, blonde, brunette female. It is. It's all ages. Yeah. In fact, the newest female that I just brought in last week is forty-four. And her children are adult children. And she didn't even know she's been in the trafficking arena for about five years and didn't even realize it. How sad. How sad. But what a blessing that you guys are there for them. But these are the things. This is the real life, nitty gritty. you know. And then to see that they get their lives turned around. You meet them in jail. Mm -hmm. A lot of them I meet in jail or on the street or in a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the unfortunate thing. We've been doing a lot of, of research across our country. There's not a lot of crisis level. So the individual I met with this morning, he knows, and they're actually starting one in Utah, and he knows of, of a couple other ones that are, they're already set. Their program, their transitional care, their aftercare, they already have to be cleaned up for 90 to 120 days. That's not going to happen without crisis situations like us. Yeah. And so we we provide that program. We actually went to Iowa in April for a week and we started a crisis team there and set up with the, their community because in the Des Moines area, they're really in need of this crisis. They have a couple of amazing safe houses after the 120 days, but who's going to take care of them during that 120 days, right? So, so that's kind of what we're really pushing now besides the People need to know that they're success. They need to know that these women are resilient. They're amazing. They are co- productive community citizens. They hold jobs. They have vehicles. And it's all legal. And, and they're getting back in their from their family relationships. Yes. They're getting their children back. They're, yes. they're repairing that. Yes. There's so many. There's so, my mind is just going, wah. There's so many different directions. You talk about this. And, you know, I again, the majority of us don't think about those things. We don't think about coming out of trafficking we don't or or our returning citizens from being incarcerated and the needs you know and you know i my friend mark rennick whose show follows this one he and i have talked frequently about how it used to be it's changed so much here in idaho and a returning citizen would come out with you know two weeks of medications and they couldn't get to see a doctor for six weeks you know well of course they're going to they're going to be off their meds. They're going to be right back in. They're going to, you know, and, and Idaho has changed that a lot. But you're opening our eyes to this other need too. And, you know, it's just like foster kids, the foster kid program. Mm. Those kids largely do not come from a healthy whole mm. environment. And so I think that you're you're showing not only it's not just somebody who has only been trafficked, but they do come because a lot of times they are addicted by the person trafficking them on substances to keep them under their thumb. And what a great opportunity. I mean, it's not just getting out of that line of work, but a whole new health. Oh, and parenting clean and sober. Yeah. They look at me like, I have three heads. Like, you want me to parent clean and sober? And once they learn that, they are so vulnerable. Like, I want to do this. I want to do this more. I want to, I can't believe, you know, we have to get them through the guilt and shame because there's a there's layers and layers and layers of that. But once they start on that path, they will text me or any of my team and say, is it okay if my kid has a candy bar? Of course, I like candy bars. But they don't want to go back to any kind of negative pattern that could that could make them look like a bad parent. Yeah. 
So I never thought about that, but yeah, yes. I mean, you know, there's just there's so many facets. And and so, how big is your team now? Um, there's six, seven of us on the crisis team, and then we just have volunteers that are amazing, and we're always looking for more. We're always needing more. How does somebody contact you to become a volunteer? And what does that process look like? Yeah, great question. Because I'm sure that as as people are listening today and they're hearing of the success stories, this this is yeah. truly, you know, we, you and I talked about before we started recording, this is truly teaching a man to fish or a woman to fish and not just giving them yes. a fish. You're giving them a new life. Yes. So how do how do our listeners get involved if they want to get involved? So um, go to our website, idahocobs.org, um, and then there's an application process, and then we you just fill it out, and then we set you up with a fingerprinting because we make sure that we vet them very well because this is these women's life. Yep. Um, and you can either volunteer to be part of the houses and go in and spend a couple hours a week, um, but I'm telling you, once you do, you will be hooked because this is an amazing group of women. New ones coming in, ones that have already been there, it's just amazing. And then we just kind of work through the process process and we we meet you know regularly and we just love on our volunteers and we're so thankful god puts the right people there with us yeah every single time like there's not a single one that's not been i feel as a person of faith that it's that they've not been god placed yeah and and it's clear it's clear when i when i walk into your offices right or at events with where members of your team are it's just like it's amazing (laughs) but of course it's addictive to want to be there because They've chosen to be there. Yes. Your victims have chosen. Yes. They want to get better. Yes. This is not jail. This nope. is not a halfway house as they come out of jail. They want Yes. They want to change their yeah. life. Well, and it's very different. And, you know, success looks really different. We have one female that is currently in the hospital in a psychiatric ward because she said, I need some help. I think I need to go have some adjustment because I've never been clean and sober this long. And so now I'm struggling. Can I go to the hospital? And we're like, absolutely. Let's let's make that happen. That's And that's, and that's success, yeah, right? That is, that is 100% success. 100%. Because knowing... It, Admitting that you need the help is half the problem. Yes. That's that's saying, I need help. I want to get yes. better. Who doesn't want to help that? Right. Exactly. And who, she didn't know how to because she's never had to. It's always been drugs. It's always been sex. It's always been abuse. It's always been something. But now to say, hey, Paula, I need some help. I need to have my meds. I think I need my meds regulated. I need some hospitalization. Great. Let's go make that happen. What a great, what a great gift. Yeah. So- I, I know that we've talked about uh, different things, and, and your third transitional home is not all that old. You haven't had no, it that long. No. So what kind of things are on your wish list these days? Um, honestly, the wish list is laundry de- detergent. Laundry detergent and personal hygiene, like um, tampons. Uh, yeah, those are our big things right now, because we had somebody donate a whole a whole truckload of boxes of toilet paper, which was amazing. That's cool. Um, and, and we had blankets and we have all these things. We we are down to, we need laundry pods and tampons. Yeah, the, the Tide Pods, but, or the tide. Not, not necessarily that brand, but Anything. the pods, In, yes. you know, they just yes. drop them in and, yes. and go, there's no measuring, there's, no. it's easy. And it's so easy. And, and you, did I, did I see earlier on social media, earlier in the year, that you have a sponsor for coffee? Yes, we do. We that had amazing. one whole year of coffee for the houses, and they love it. They had to learn how to make it now, mind you. They had to learn how to grind the beans, or grind the, the beans, and actually make the coffee. Didn't know how. We bought, so I just have to tell you, they, one of the houses didn't have a washer and dryer, so I bought a washer and dryer. Within probably four hours, they broke it because they weren't, we thought we showed them how, didn't know how to run it. Didn't know that there's different levels of heat 
right? And so yeah. they're like pushing on this button and just hadn't really gone through that. My, I mean, we've I've been doing this a while, and I just didn't think that I didn't even didn't even dawn on me that that one little step needed to be covered. So we we all we all are still in the learning phase. But anyway, they so cool. they thought it was cool. They had a new washer. You you said that my my. Stevie, I love you, but my husband still cannot wa- run my washing machine, and we've had it for nine years. Yeah, <laughs> it's still, a hard. Maybe he's playing me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that's amazing. These are things that we take for granted every yes. day yes. that you're giving them this opportunity. Yes. But I was super excited because that was something Steve and I would periodically pop in with, you know, a couple cans of coffee. Yes. Yeah, take these to the house. Yes. You know, so it was, that was always fun. So something else in an activity level is um, we've been trying to get them to the matinee because I, again, didn't really think that they had not had that just because we live, we take our own lives for granted, right? Yeah, we do. And so I've been taking them to some some animated ones and it's amazing because they're connecting with their childhood yeah, and working through the trauma and getting to see these these films that everybody else has seen, but they hadn't. So anyway, that's that's always an expense that is very difficult for movie, us. Movie tickets. Movie tickets. Movie tickets. That's I uh, never thought about that either. Yeah. That's cool. What a great what a great thing. So we've got we've got about five minutes left. Okay. What other things do, um, do, would you like to share? Because you, I, I, I was so tickled. You texted me and you're like, there's so much going on. Can we chat? And I said, come on in. Let's do a radio show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're, we're having some fundraisers. We didn't do our, our annual golf tournament because another, um, um, I don't know what the what the realtor entity is, but they said, hey, we would like to be your benefactor. We'd like you to be our benefactor, which was amazing because it hit right at the grant time and all the things. Again, another God move. Yeah. And so we still made the exact same amount of money and they did did the work. Um, we have the Maluth Foundation is coming in August or September 20th and it's with Elizabeth Smart and it's a big to-do out to Nampa Civic Center. They're going to let us speak and so we can get some of that that um, donations and stuff. And so we'll speak on trafficking there. Um, and we have a purse bingo happening in September. And we just have some stuff happening that just want people to be aware and people to continue to hook up with our website and our social media to see all the amazing things. That is so cool. So how long have you been involved? Um, my nonprofit is nine years old. Started about a year and a half before that. We... Yeah, and I just knew that there was something God said, go out into the mission field. This was my mission field. Hadn't realized that at the time. I've just, I, so it's, I've been involved in different levels, like how, Safe House, like I said, two and a half years. We now have the statistics that we, that Idaho has never had. Yeah. We now have these very specific things that law enforcement's actually coming to me and saying, hey, okay, I need some answer or some questions answered, right? Because you have the, the safe houses. Our girls are now in the work field right? Another learning experience because they can't work at all different jobs yeah. because of that safety. And we hadn't even thought about that. And so we've created lists of different jobs that they can do. And that whole self-esteem, they all want to be on the front line. They want to start speaking. We do go out to the down to the homeless in Boise um, and hand out sleeping bags and food. And they love that. That is so cool. I remember when you first started dreaming of your first safe house. Yes. That we talked um, yeah. about the shelters in the valley. That mm. there really was nothing initially. Mm-hmm. Not not even at the rescue mission. Which I mean, they quickly remedied. But it, right. but they they were limited on space that could be secure. Right. You know. And so 
The yeah. need has been so very great. You've worked not only within your own organization, mm-hmm. but with others like mm-hmm. the the police and the sheriff's department, the state police, the rescue mission. Nampa Family Justice has N- been a huge partner. Oh, I love Nampa. Family I love Justice them. Center. Yes, they are. They are phenomenal, and yes. they're they're like their own little city. They you are. get in there, and it's yes. like wow, there's everything here, <laughs> yes. whether it's medical or counseling or whatever that's yeah. just a phenomenal organization i partnering with them has to be just wonderful but you've come so far and when you said that my you know i'm like i knew you nine years ago yes <laughs> it's like yes. i've really known you all this long yes so it's just been amazing to watch your passion mm-hmm. but it, you're right it has also been truly a god thing mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the way every through. step every step so, because some of these plans, some of the plans that didn't come through were my plans. And when it would hit that wall, and I, you know, looking back now, God was saying, Mm-mm, not quite yet, not quite yet. Nope, not this way, not that way. And I, you know, it's that old, that whole um, unanswered prayers. Yep. I totally believe in that because now I see where my life is, and this is exactly God's plan for me. So, nine years ago, if you knew if you had had a, a you know a looking glass and you could look forward nine years and you could see everything that you're doing would it have scared you would you have, oh absolutely you know i i think there's therein is the god the, yeah. another god thing oh 100 percent. because he has to bring it to us right a right. step at a time right. well i would have never visioned three safe houses yeah. i would have never i mean the first one was scary enough and it was just like a, this little vision and i would have never been able to think that i would be even educated in the trafficking arena and experienced the way I am now, where I'm at now then. Because we all think, oh, we got this, right? We got this. We, I know somebody that knows somebody. But until you walk that path, like the experience and the heartbreak and the love, I mean, we had a we had a, an overdose yeah. two months ago, three months ago, oh. and it was devastating. It shut us all the way down because my brain, just by personal flesh was like what did i do wrong and it wasn't it wasn't anything we we've been able to process it but even the girls and so it has a ripple effect fentanyl is a real thing in our community and it is. It, it is not nothing to be reckoned with but i just it's just the experience yeah that's and yeah. the partners like you and and all the others that i get to to talk to and now now it, god is laying it on my heart we need to we need to share success our listeners and our people in our community need to see that there is success, that these people are not throwaway victims. And it works. And it works. It works. It does work. They're, they're not permanent victims. There is no, success. Exactly. It works. Yes. And it's, it's so exciting because I have watched this whole mm. program develop. I've watched you start the safe houses mm-hmm. um, and all of that. And it's it's been fun. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, you know. I purposely have told you I don't ever want to know where the homes are mm-hmm. because I have the gift of gab and I don't ever <laughs> want to slip. I mean, there are just different things. Yeah. But it is so fun t- to catch up with you from time mm-hmm. to time and hear the success stories and actually once in a while get to interact and see the success stories mm-hmm. firsthand. And again, thank you so much. So remind our listeners again where they can, where, your website 
Yes. And, and how they can get involved if they want to. Yeah, absolutely. IdahoCobs.org. Please, please go on our website. Check it out. It's not always up to date because we're not, we're, we have no funding, right? So we do the best we can. Um, all the social medias, please reach out if you have any questions. Um, you'll find me. You can find me. And I would love to just sit down and have a conversation. I love it. You say we have no funding. What, <laughs> what little funding you get, well, you pour right into helping the absolutely. people that you're called to help. Absolutely. So. Because you know what? There's always that little female or male that nobody sees. Absolutely. We are out of time. Paula, thank you again for joining me today. I love it. Please promise you'll come back again. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for inviting me and letting me come in. Absolutely. And speaking of our listeners, folks, remember Christian Living Spotlight is now also a podcast and is available on most of the larger streaming platforms. Be sure to follow us so you don't miss a single episode. This does bring our time to an end for this week, folks. We invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.